Well, we're continuing the series that we started last weekend called Frequency, where we're looking at how can we hear the voice of God? How do we stay in frequency and in step with the Holy Spirit? And as I was thinking about this weekend and this message, I wondered, what did last year look and feel like to you? Did it feel like you didn't have an off switch all year, that you were going nonstop, you never got a break, you got to the end of the year and you were exhausted? Or maybe you felt like a, a, a traffic sign called one wrong way, where you were going down a one-way street, but you were going the wrong way and everything felt off, everything felt confused, everything felt just wrong. Or maybe you were living life in expert mode, as my son says, where everything is just more difficult and it's harder than it's supposed to be. And no matter what you do and no matter how hard you try, you just felt like you could never get your head above water. Well, if you felt like that the past few months, you might have been operating in low frequency. You see, there are three places of low frequency in life. The first is, is a season of just try harder. I'm gonna try harder, I'm gonna do more, I'm gonna work harder, I feel like I'm constantly underperforming, that everything is out of reach, so we try harder and harder, and we eventually realize that no amount of good deeds is ever gonna be good enough. The second place of low frequency is that season of try again where no matter what you do and how hard you try, you feel like you never really got it right and you wanna try again and you're just asking in life for a do-over. If I could just do it over, I feel like I haven't gotten it right. And the final season that you, you fall into with low frequency is a season of trials where it's hardship after hardship and challenge after challenge. And you feel like you went from one storm into another storm and you ended the year exhausted. You see, low-frequency living, it shouts at us all the time. It shouts and it says, you're never gonna get better. It's always gonna be like this. You're not enough. You're not good enough. Life will always be hard. God is not there for you. But you see, high-frequency, high-frequency life, it whispers at us. It says, you can do it. Believe for more. God loves you. God sees you. God has a plan and a purpose for you. And today, I believe that God is inviting us to shift from low frequency to high frequency, that he has high frequency living purposed for you. You are intended to walk and live in a place of high frequency. And so today with that in mind, I invite you to open up your Westover app or open up your Bible. We're going to be looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 2 today, the same chapter we were in last weekend. And we're going to be looking at verses 9 and 10 today. And while maybe you're getting your notes out for that, let me just set the stage for what's actually happening in these verses. We're in 1 Corinthians, this is a letter that the Apostle Paul, who's an early follower of Jesus, he writes to the church in Corinth. And at that time, the Corinthians were heavily influenced by the Greek culture of that time and Hellenism. And really what that all said was that the improvement of one's mind and one's wisdom was ultimately the goal. That if you could just gain more knowledge, if you could gain more wisdom, if you could just acquire more information, you could achieve success. Kind of a lot like how we are today. And so Paul begins to speak to this cultural influence and he teaches the church how God's ways are not the ways of culture. And so we pick up that conversation in verse 9 and 10 and here's what Paul writes. However, as it is written, 
what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, what no human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love him. These are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. The spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. And so what Paul begins to talk about and say and explain to the church is no amount of wisdom that we have as humans, no amount of knowledge that we gain is going to ever help us understand and know what God has prepared for us. You see, he's saying God prepares things for you. In this verse, the word prepared in the original language is the idea that God goes before you and he makes a way. It's this word picture of in that time when people would travel from village to village, town to town, there weren't highways, there weren't even paved roads. And so if there was going to be somebody of prominence or important that was going to be traveling from one city to another, they would be in a caravan and a large group of people. And they would always send somebody ahead of the group that would go and inspect the road and inspect the path that they were going on. And if there were issues on the road, a tree had fallen, the, the road had washed away, there were dips in the road causing issues, that person's job was to prepare the road and make it ready and passable before the, t- before the rest of the group got there. And that's really what he is saying in this verse is that God is the one that goes before you and prepares the way and prepares life and his purpose in your life. He's preparing things for you. You know, as a mom, when I make dinner for my family and I'm cooking dinner for my family, I don't call them down for dinner until dinner is prepared. All of the moms, you probably understand that in this room because when they're there, when you're cooking, they just create problems for you. And so that when they're there, they're asking you, how much longer before dinner? I don't want to eat that. I don't like it when you cook that. I'm starving. Why have you not fed me yet? I haven't eaten in 10 years. Like I've never fed them in their entire life. And so I wait until dinner is completely done before I call them down. I don't call them down while I'm preparing it. I call them down once it's prepared. And in the same way, God is preparing something for you. He is preparing you for the thing he has for you. And when we are in frequency with the Holy Spirit, he summons us into the thing that God has already prepared for you. But for many of us, we've settled for low frequency living. We've settled for less than what God intended for us. And today God is inviting us to step into high frequency living. You're operating and living below what was intended for you. But see, when we're on on high frequency, when we're walking with the Holy Spirit, when we're in tune with him, when we're having daily conversations with him, we get to eavesdrop on our future. We get to eavesdrop on what God is doing and what God is working and planning for your life. It's what happens when you're walking in with the Spirit and you're, you're in daily communion with God and you begin to feel a whisper in your heart that says, something's going on with your kids. You need to just lean a little bit closer to that relationship. Or maybe it's when you're, you're praying and God says, something's about to happen at work. I need you to prepare. You begin to prepare in your heart for the things that are coming. You see, God did not place you on this earth for him to move once or twice in your life. God did not intend to do one thing for you. Paul says in this verse, he prepares things for you. And I love that it's plural. I love that he reminds me that God has things for me, not just one thing. He didn't just work one time in your life. He intends to work every day in your life. He intends to work things out for you. But I think for many of us, 
Sometimes we discount and we disqualify ourselves from the things of God because we say, oh, he already moved once. He already did one thing for me one time, so I don't think he can do it again. Oh, he'll work in someone else's life, but he's not gonna work in my life. And so we underestimate God's willingness and ability to work in our life. But you see, his word promises. It promises he has things for you, deep things from God. See, God has something more in store for you. This year, we're inviting you, believe for more. Believe that God has more for you, more than our natural eyes and our ears can even see or imagine because you are on God's to-do list. He intends to do things in your life. And the Holy Spirit can give us eyes to see what the Heavenly Father is preparing for us. I am not an outdoors person. If you know anything about me, I don't do outdoors things. I don't go camping. I don't fish. It's just not my thing. I do indoor things. And so a couple of years ago, my husband and I went on a Caribbean cruise. And see, the difference between me and my husband is he likes to do adventurous things. He always wants to do something different. He never wants to do the same thing that we've done before. And so this time when we went on a cruise, we decided we were going to do an excursion where we were going to kayak and we were going to snorkel in the Caribbean. And so we got out on the port, we are getting ready, we start kayaking in the Caribbean. And very quickly we realized, I cannot kayak. I have no gift whatsoever, I can't, I have no coordination. God bless my husband, he was being so wonderful, I have to give him credit. He was coaching me, he was trying to help me, he was in back and he's like, no, row this way, no, row this way. And no matter what I did, I was always off. We couldn't go in a straight line because I kept rowing the wrong way. We went in circles a couple of times. It just wasn't meant to be. And so finally we ended with the kayaking, our marriage was still intact. (laughs) And now we were gonna go snorkeling. And so I also, if you don't know this, have an issue with getting in the ocean because I feel like there are living things in the ocean that I'm not supposed to be playing with. And so I don't like getting in the ocean, but I was being a wonderful and supportive wife, so I decided to do this with my husband. And so the tour guide's telling us about all the snorkeling equipment, he's preparing it, he's explaining what we're about to do, and I'm I'm standing there on the shore and I'm going... This doesn't look that interesting. It's just water. I mean, there's stuff down there, but it's sand. I'm, what is this? It's not going to be this big of a deal. But I participated. I got in the water. I got my goggles on. I finally put my head in the water, and we began to venture out. And I have to be honest. The minute I put my head in the water with the goggles on, it really was very beautiful. It was captivating. The things that didn't look very interesting above water suddenly were vibrant and alive and interesting. And I I was very surprised because what I expected when I looked at it from above water versus when I put goggles on and I got in the water were two different experiences. And see, that's how the Holy Spirit is. The Holy Spirit is like spiritual goggles that he puts on in your life so that when you don't see what's up ahead that's unclear, when you don't understand what's happening, when you don't know what God is doing, in that moment, he puts goggles on. He says, these these are the things I'm preparing for you. I want you to look ahead, eavesdrop on your future and see the things that I want to do in your life and what God has planned and purposed for you. You see, God intends for you to live in high frequency. Low frequency sees nowhere, no one, and nothing. When we're operating in low frequency, we only see delays, disappointments, and the frustrations. 
We can't get our head above water. We focus on the problems and the setbacks. We don't see God's hand working. And honestly, sometimes we feel forgotten by God. We feel overlooked because we're looking with our natural eyes. It's what Paul said, no eye has seen and no ear has heard what God has prepared. But when we invite the Holy Spirit in to our life, when we get close to God and we connect with the Holy Spirit, we begin to operate in high frequency. And suddenly in high frequency, we can see anywhere, anyone, and anything. Suddenly we can see God and his hand and trust what he's doing in our life. We see those setbacks as God ordained delays to keep us from pain and hurt. We begin to trust God's plan and we begin to walk in obedience. And we trust when God says, I want you to step out and serve on a ministry team, that he plans to use us, that he has prepared things in advance for us. And he wants to use us to make an impact. When we're operating in high frequency, we begin to trust God and we begin to discern when something's wrong with our kids. When we're operating in high frequency, we know when to extend grace to our spouse in a stressful moment. When we're operating in high frequency, we discern when God wants us to pray for that coworker. When we're operating in high frequency, we begin to desire the things of God above all the other distractions in our life. When I was in high school, I felt a clear call on my life to go into ministry, but I really didn't know what that looked like or what God planned for me or what God intended for me. So as I graduated high school, I did the only thing I really knew how to do is, is I decided I was going to go to Bible college. And so I went to Bible college and I began to prepare and study. And all the time I was in Bible college, I began to pray and say, God, I know you have something for me. I don't know what it is, but I'm just going to stay obedient to the last thing that you said for me to do. And I just continued to walk in God's, in God's plan for my life. And so as I was graduating from college, I began to pray. I said, God, where do you want to send me? What do you want to use me? Where do you want me to go? And I felt like he placed on my heart to move back to San Antonio and begin to serve at Westover. And so I obeyed, not understanding why, and I moved back to San Antonio. And a few months later, I met my, my husband. We began to date. We got married. And then while we were here, we, we both felt a call and said, God, you've called us for something, but we don't know what that is. So we're just going to serve. Whatever open door you give us, we're going to step through that door. And over the next several years, we continued down a path of just saying yes to God. It's almost like we were eavesdropping on our future and the things that God had prepared for us. And so we just walked and obeyed every step along the way. When God put a burden on my heart for the women of this church, I just obeyed and I served. When God called my husband and I to, to lead and serve here at Westover, we obeyed. And over the last 20 years, I can look back now with Holy Spirit goggles on and see that every step Every yes, every moment of obedience to God led me to this place in ministry because I believed way back as a high school student that God had prepared things for me. I didn't know what those things were, but I just believed that he had things. And so I just wanted to stay close to the Holy Spirit. I wanted to stay close to God and hear what he wanted us to do. God is inviting you to step in and live in high frequency. And so I have one thought for you today. One thing I want to deposit in your heart for today, if you could just take this away and tuck it away for yourself, it's this. Increase the frequency of God's blessings by increasing the frequency of God's presence. 
Increase the frequency of God's blessings. You're praying for blessings over your life. You're praying that God would move in your life. To increase the frequency of that, we have to increase the frequency of God's presence because see, frequency and range, they go together. Frequency and range go together. We need time and proximity to God. It's when we get closer to God that we begin to see what he's doing and where he's leading. Frequency with God is necessary to stay connected to him. The things of God are only revealed through time spent in his word and time spent in prayer and time spent in his presence. And for many of us, we want to live in high frequency. We want to operate in frequency with God. We desire it. But many times we just get distracted. You see, distraction is a, is a weapon of the enemy. The enemy doesn't need to mess up your relationship with God. He just needs you to be distracted. He just needs you to get busy. And many times we are so busy and distracted by our life, we don't hear God speaking. Our schedules and our life are so full, God, we're, we're believing that everything has to be filled to the brim because culture and society says that you gotta do this and you gotta do this and you have to have your kids enrolled in this and you have to do this and you have to achieve really well at work so you're gonna have to work overtime and you're gonna have to do this and this. And when then our life gets so busy and so loud, we don't hear God. But you see, God doesn't yell at us. God never yells. Many times the Holy Spirit just whispers. And when life is so loud and there's no place for stillness in our life, we don't hear from God. And before you know it, days or weeks can go by and you haven't spent time with the Lord. It begins to sound like this. Oh God, we were really, really busy this week with work and with, with kids and it's been a busy weekend. So you know what? We're not gonna come to church this weekend. We'll go next weekend. God, I know you wanted us to start family devotions, but it's been a really busy week. And so we're gonna do that next week. Or on the drive to work when we're saying, God, I'm so sorry, I meant to get up early and I meant to spend time in your word, but I just got really busy. And before we know it, we can slip from high frequency living to low frequency living. And we don't even realize that it's been days or weeks since we've heard the voice of God. If you're anything like me, you probably don't answer phone calls from people you don't know and numbers you do not recognize. We don't wanna answer spam. We put our phones on do not disturb. We have voicemails that we never check anymore. And I wonder, is that what our relationship with God has become? That God has been calling and God has been speaking, but you don't recognize his number anymore. You don't hear from him because you don't know it's him that's speaking. We're so overwhelmed, we're so overstimulated with the world, we can't hear God, we haven't spent time with him, and our frequency and our range has diminished. And God is inviting us today to increase our frequency. God is inviting us today to take a moment and to create stillness in our heart and in our mind and in our life for him to speak because he wants to speak to you. And so today as we close, I wanna invite you to stand. We're gonna be stepping into a moment of communion. And I've been praying for you this week and for this moment because I believe that God wants to speak to you. That in this moment of communion, we're gonna stop and we're gonna create a space and a stillness in our heart. We're gonna say, God, you might've been speaking to me and I've been so busy, I haven't heard from you. 
God, you've been trying to reach me. You've been nudging me. You've been prompting me. There's been a tap in my heart and my spirit, but I haven't stopped long enough to hear what it is you are wanting to say. And today, God wants to speak to you. God has something he wants to deposit in your heart because he wants you to step in and have relationship with you because he's preparing things for you. He wants to whisper to you about your future. He wants to whisper about the things he's prepared in advance for you. But we just have to create a moment and a space to hear from him. And so I'm gonna pray that as we take communion, that God is gonna so clearly speak to you and whatever he speaks, whatever he begins to prompt, whatever he drops in your heart, just step out and obey. If he's calling you to, to step into frequency with him and, and begin to take more time every day to spend time with him, maybe he's calling you to step out and serve. Maybe he's inviting you as a family to lean in a little bit more into your relationship with the Lord. God is gonna speak and I pray that you would hear him in this moment. So God, we come before you, Lord, and we say, you are here and you are welcome to speak to us. Lord, we're gonna create space for you. We're gonna create stillness in our hearts so that you can speak. Forgive us for the moments, Lord, that we've been too busy to hear your voice. And so right now, Lord, as we take communion, we pause and we thank you for the sacrifice that you made on the cross, how you loved us so much and how you wanted relationship with us. We pray that you bless these elements in Jesus' name, amen. On the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and he said, this is my body which will be broken for you. And as often as you take it, do it in remembrance of me. And so as we take the bread, I invite you to begin to ask God, Lord, what do you wanna speak? I'm creating a moment for you, speak to my heart. So let's take and break together. Lord, we just ask you to speak right now. Our hearts are open, Lord. We wanna hear from you. And then he took the cup and he said, this is my blood which will be shed for you. And as often as you take it, do it in remembrance of me. And so as you take the cup today, I want you to remember and reflect on the sacrifice that God made for you on the cross and how he wants relationship with you. And he loves you so much. And so today, let's take it together. Lord, we thank you, God, for your sacrifice. We thank you for your love for us, your extravagant love. And so right now, God, as we're about to enter into a moment of worship, God, that we would make an altar in our heart, that we would lean in a little bit closer to you, we would lean into your presence, that we would hear you speak today. In Jesus' name, amen. We're gonna step into a moment of worship and I invite you, if maybe you've been in a place where you say, I haven't heard from God in a long time. Life has been busy. I haven't made space for him. This is your moment. Our altars are open. Lean in, increase the frequency of God's blessings by increasing the frequency of God's presence. So let's worship today.